I'm Melina Morrison, CEO of the Business Council of Cooperatives and Mutuals. Welcome to Meet the Co-op Leaders, the podcast series that features insightful conversations with the people leading our most innovative and inspiring co-op and mutual businesses. Co-ops and mutuals are the businesses owned by members rather than shareholders. They're all around us and they include some of our biggest brand names. In fact, 80% of us are a member of at least one cooperative or mutual, but most of us don't even know that. In an age of putting purpose before profits, it's more important than ever to learn about the original people-centered business model. So we're bringing the leaders to you to tell you in their own words, what makes this a better way to do business. My co-pilot in this new series is cooperative developer, Anthony McMullen. Anthony's founder of Cooperative Bonds, a worker-owned business that was set up to help other people learn to form cooperatives. Over the next series, Anthony and I will be bringing you a new conversation with a co-op leader every couple of weeks to lift the lid on this incredible business model. Hi, Anthony. Who have you got for us on today's episode of Meet the Co-op Leaders? We have Heidi Lee. At the time of this interview, Heidi was the chair of Common Equity Housing Limited, known as CEHL. Heidi is still a director at CEHL. CEHL is a housing association, and that housing association has member cooperatives. Cooperatives providing social housing right across the state of Victoria in Australia. It's a really worthwhile conversation. As we know, we've got a housing crisis in Australia, so I think a lot of people will want to listen. Co-op housing is a really important topic. As you say, the model has got a lot to offer in terms of our current housing crisis. It sure does. And Heidi brings to her role a lot of excitement. There's a bit of a renaissance going on, new ways of thinking about cooperative housing, which really grew in the 80s um, and then sort of just sort of plateaued. But now, now we're thinking about growth again. So let's have a listen to Heidi and what she has to say. Hi, Heidi. Hi, Anthony. Heidi, you're the chairperson of Common Equity Housing Limited, which is a huge social housing provider in in Victoria. and you're, you're sort of also part of that in a, in a special kind of way, which we'll explore in our, in our discussion. What personally drew you to the cooperative area and, and your interest in this cooperative model? Like so many others in Australia and around the world, I discovered co-op hiding in plain sight. Yeah. I had heard about this um, uh, a co-housing model where um, basically a block of flats where people were getting together and they were going to share resources like like cars and shared gardens and shared childcare and kind of live more sustainably and I was like that that's for me I love the sound of that it's got social environmental that sounds amazing and I I moved in it was it was really really you know quite challenging to like jump through all these hoops and I got to move into this this place and I lived there for about eight years with my family raised my children there in the beginning 
doing the maintenance work and running the finances and and these other parts of like living in community kind of just slipped under my radar Mm. it's like that's just the way that things were done but what I'd actually joined was a housing co-op and um and one of the the joys of being part of a housing co-op I wouldn't say I I didn't know it I knew it but it wasn't really like the the heart and soul reason for for joining this community and moving into this place but um one of the one of the plus sides I think to living in a place that is uh where a co-op is being run is that um co-op members and people who are interested in this topic they, they physically come in and join you they come to your doorstep and, and knock on it and say hello and, and you have events and you get to be a hub for this kind of of conversation like we're having today but you get to be a hub for this um, and share this with with people who are local or people who travel from actually all around the world to come and see this place that we were making that has been you know just uh, a quite incredible introduction to co-op. And for me, it was actually finding uh, co-op as a kind of business solution, you know, mm. like a mechanics, a way of trading and transacting that actually really resonated with my my personal values. Mm. And it was actually from that, from that living in, in a place which was doing a lot of other cooperation and collaboration and sharing. But then underpinning it was this this business model and this, you know, as a director of a co-op and and doing a lot of things from that. So like so many others, I kind of found co-op, um, <laughs> find myself in the middle of a co-op by accident, yeah, yeah. but really used that as a, uh, a chance to then see, well, where else is this hiding? And, you know, of course, I've found a bank, Bank Australia, and, you know, all these other ways of like mm. um, embedding co-op in, in my life in yeah. other ways, because it is, I think, such an important way to kind of walk the talk yeah yeah and it just it feels it feels kind of when you think about it we we, we all rely on relationships that we, we, we're, we're thinking more local we're going to local shops and we're the importance of connection with people in our local community um, has just become front of mind for a lot of people and, and the co-op model I think just really kind of just fits with that really well and you're a member of a housing co-op you've mentioned and your chair as, as was mentioned before of, of a housing association common equity housing in victoria so that must give you a bit of a unique perspective um and, and let's maybe in terms of housing you talked about co-housing and and how that works but what do you reckon um makes it special and and, and, and contribute something to the, the community and the economy? So I think um, the way housing co-op works, like a housing co-op is basically a landlord that exists for the purpose of renting to its mem members. So it's just a landlord that rents housing to members and it can be all sorts of different things all around the world. So some co-ops, like the co-op I live in, they actually have a parent company that kind of backs them financially and holds all the titles to all the properties and all that kind of stuff. And a lot of co-ops, when you're living in your house and you're doing your landlord and your tenant thing, like that's kind of enough. Like that's a big difference from a regular housing environment. That, that's quite different. But in a in my housing co-op, we have the, you know, the quiet backer behind us, this, this company, and that company is Common Equity Housing. So one of the ways that you know, uh, I contribute to my co-op is, you know, um, it basically I sweat equity part of my rent mm -hmm. kind of thing, you know, like I, 
I contribute to the maintenance and the finance management and member membership and all that kind of stuff. This is me just living in my co-op. And I think that, um, you know, there there can be a sense when you first hear the story of a housing co-op, like there's some kind of conflict of interest there. Like how do you resolve the interest between like, you know, our, our inherent like members, like look after myself thing and this collective, like how do you look after the, the co-op? But I think in practice, my personal experience is not that there's not member interest playing out, but that you mm. kind of actually remove a really important split incentive that lives in a private housing market, this split incentive where the, the member or the tenant's interest and the landlord's interest can sometimes be quite different, mm. right, to minimise your rent in the short term and to maximise your profits in the short term. And I think that there's other things that play out. But ultimately, when I'm part of a housing co-op, it's the, the interests are the same, right? We're both interested in the long-term benefit of the household yeah. and the property. So one of the ways that, you know, I'm participating in this is to do the the landlord duties and the the member duties in my co-op. But because we have our parent company as well, Mm. our co-ops cooperate together to share the governance responsibilities for that company as well. So when you introduce me as as chair of the board of of Common Equity, I'm elected by the co-ops around Victoria to serve on the board of this company that is looking after, it's providing uh, all sorts of services uh, to co-ops, like practical services, like your maintenance and financial support services, like helping you do the mechanics of the the business, but also like co-op services, like helping you to um, set up good communications and and good governance and do the member services side of what you're doing as well. So being on the board there, um, I think is is a way that I am now and, and others have before me and will after me sort of share this responsibility for a really special program. Mm-hmm. There's not too many organisations like us in Australia, mm-hmm. more around the world, but there, there's not, not enough, I think. I think there could be quite a lot more um, yeah. like Common Equity because we have this, this incredible opportunity to provide agency for our members to both like you know, take part in being a, a landlord and, and as well as a member of a small community. So, you know, we've got really, really, I think, some very, very special things going on in our co-ops. Um, I think you've met one co-op, you've met one co-op, They're all so different and mm-hmm. so unique. Mm-hmm. And people from literally like all walks of life are drawn to this or wake up and find themselves living in a housing co-op. But it's an opportunity here for like, if you're into the idea of co-op, like what we're talking about now, these principles of cooperation, it sounds like a, you know, kind of too good to be true sometimes kind of model. If you're into the idea of it, but you also like rolling up your sleeves and doing the work, I think co-op can be a really great match for, for, for housing, for housing solutions in a market that I think is, otherwise pretty broken right now yeah absolutely you just see it every day how how broken it is and and how much there is just a huge need and now in the regions regions for housing as well we've we've been exploring um co-ops and mutuals in in general and um sort of thinking and, and again you've got a really um interesting perspective in that you're a member of a housing co-op and part of that is the, the sweat equity part that you're talking about so you're, you're doing work towards that common good of all the members in in the housing co-op 
but there are also people that are employed that you mentioned as well that are there to to support um, that that work and that activity um, and so do you have any sort of comments on in general maybe but coming i guess from the housing perspective around the difference of of working at a, at a cma of a cooperative and mutual um, and whether you have any sort of reflections on 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 that so i work for my co-op i work I'm, I'm a member of a co-op and i work in my co-op but when it comes to the common equity housing we hire around 70 odd staff um, to to serve the co-op's needs um, like you said, we're a registered housing association as well. So we yeah. have a pretty high standard for like, you know, the financial management and all that kind of stuff. But I think what you'll find, I think might be different is the, the cultural setting, right? So in the boardroom, what I get to be part of is setting the strategic direction for the organisation, going out to members and listening to what they want and helping to bring that together and set it up in a strategic plan, doing the governance and the oversight of the operations of the business. But in the boardroom, what we're actively doing with all the major decisions that come to us is like checking that um, where is the member value in this? How are the principles of cooperation inherent in this outcome? You know, really, like we, we discuss a lot about how we can kind of bring the idea of co-op to life and, and how can we get more co-op in, in this, in this, you know, investment decision or in this, uh, you know, property decision or what will the impact be on members if this, you know, new regulation comes in that will affect them all? Mm -hmm. How will that, how will that, you know, play out in, in these small communities all, all around Victoria that we're looking after? Um, there's this, this sense of like, our, our role as a company is to provide that agency and that platform and that opportunity for co-ops to do whatever they, they want to do with that. Mm -hmm. But the idea of like how the conversations that we have in the boardroom, I think, flow down through the organisation, right? Like they, when you're in the boardroom and making these critical decisions and based around member value, based around cooperation and collaboration, um, that flows, I think, through. And I only get to attend a few like staff events and stuff, but they are just, there's such a palpable sense of like, you know, togetherness and and real connection between the staff a real genuine care for like the members and I'm, i don't think that's unique to co-op but i do like seeing that the same values that we that i hear in the boardroom i do see that among staff as well and i i think you get a sense of that you know like you mentioned um bank australia but you do get a different feeling, I think, just even as a customer, when you walk walk, walk through the doors and you, you get you just feel like you're part of something and the, there's a different kind of relationship and, and purpose as well, this broader social purpose that, that kind of shines through. So thinking about um, co-ops, how do you think they can remain relevant, perhaps even grow into the future? I do think about this a bit because I think for common equity housing, we're, we're at a point of generation change. So when I found co-op kind of like hiding in plain sight, right, when I was, I was around 30 when I found co-op um, or co-op housing. And I feel a little bit like maybe co-op has been a bit of a victim of its own success where there's been a, um, a real growth in co-op housing, at least in the 80s. And it kind of like the sector grew, it filled up and it kind of just stayed full. Like there was no yeah. reason to move on. It was a great place to, yeah. to be. And 
I think that there's been a lack of investment or certainly been objectively a lack of investment in the sector over the last few decades. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of people around my generation who are really like, you kind of recreate co-op. You, you like, there's got to be a better way of participating in like the housing market, right? Yeah. Anyway, we'll start on why it's a market anyway. But first and foremost, housing is about community and about security and all these things that really are a direct parallel for, you know, a co-op or a mutual ownership model. So a lot of what I hear at the moment around the boardroom and and in the um, property committee meetings of common equity housing are new partnership opportunities that are coming to us from organisations like um, property collectives and a whole range of other ones that are probably can't give too many examples of but a lot of new organizations are starting up today to try and provide collaborative housing solutions might be collaborative finance might be collaborative operations a lot of deep care about environmental challenges that are that are facing us as well and how the built environment can play a really positive or quite a detrimental role in that Mm -hmm. so I think that from what I'm seeing I do have a strong sense of quite quite a, a lived experience of people coming to us and saying we've we've come up with this model where we could get these number of households together we think they could live near each other they could share their money they could do all this stuff we think it would be great and we've we've just spent the last five years building up this this bespoke model and then we found you and it looks like you do this and we're like yeah we yeah that's what we we know how this works this is a this is a thing that we can play a role in supporting and this is I think going to be part of a new wave I really hope a new wave of interest and of expansion of this sector because I feel like we are actually now at that kind of pinch point again in the housing market, in our finance market around we've created some real challenges in the last couple of decades and I'm so excited for work of, of the Business Council for Co-ops and Mutuals I think is is so integral and I think it's really benefited common equity housing to be part of things like the member value measurement tool. I did part of the AICD, the Institute of Company Directors um, course that you set up with the the business council. So we got to do, you know, governance training, but with all the co-op examples like this, I think is incredibly relevant. It's more like rediscovering that the solution to a whole lot of big problems in front of us is actually already here as well. And I think that more, the more that we do this, that we talk about co-ops, that we do the work, the heavy lifting that the BCCM is doing in like re-legitimizing the model, bringing it back to the fore of people's minds as like a business model that embeds solutions to multiple challenges altogether. I think this is um, the time for for this to happen and and certainly in in co-op housing. What a great personal story of discovering and then adopting the co-op model really as a way of life. It's not just good for goods and services, it's good for a way of living. Yeah, look, Heidi lives it and she actually leads in the sector. So they're the two twin pillars we're always looking for. Uh, She's also an inspirational leader more broadly uh, in the environmental movement. So it it was wonderful to have that conversation with her. Absolutely. I enjoyed hearing how people like Heidi go from searching for a collaborative kind of model and then discover it already exists and they can jump straight into creating their own housing community. It was a good story. It was a great story. And we've got another good story coming up from uh, Darlene Matiski-Wood. Oh, from Australian Military Bank. 
That's great. I look forward to hearing from Darlene. Thanks for listening to this episode of Meet the Co-op Leaders. To learn more about the purpose and incredible variety of cooperatives and mutuals, please visit our website, bccm.coop, that's C-O-O-P. As the original social business, cooperatives and mutuals offer genuine solutions to some of the most significant challenges in the world today. So if you've enjoyed today's conversation, please share it with your friends and colleagues so that they can learn more about the cooperative difference. And remember, in a world of crisis and uncertainty, we will always be stronger together. I'm Melina Morrison, and I look forward to seeing you next time on Meet the Co-op Leaders.